Hi, welcome back to the Employment Schmooze podcast. I'm your host, Chaim Desser, CEO of Paul Group. I would like to talk in this podcast about friction at work that makes us grow. I would like to start this episode with the following. An employee once shared an interesting idea. He worked at a big company that had a few departments on the same floor. Even though they were in separate departments, it felt like one big family. They bumped into each other at coffee breaks, at lunchtime, and sometimes in the hallway. They had a certain bound of friendship. One day, some of the departments moved up to a different floor, and then everything changed. The reason why the company moved the other department was because they wanted that his department should gain more space. But instead of helping them, matters actually worsened. He stopped discussing his issues with those old friends from the other departments. They didn't meet each other anymore, and therefore, some of their issues did not get resolved. That change was such an emotional experience for him. Although they did not move his own department, and it was only two flights of stairs between them, but this had an effect on him, and he started looking out for other opportunities. It was interesting to hear how powerful a work environment can be to some people. Now, surely that doesn't mean that companies shouldn't move staff when it's needed. I'm just saying how our minds are so used to familiar territory and how opposed we are when it comes to dealing with unfamiliar territory. We tend to favor the systems where we are in right now, rather than getting used to or discovering new systems. And this is the type of friction that can keep a company from growth, unless you have the strength of pushing forward and overlooking on some discomfort. It is important for employers to keep in mind when they're looking for strong candidates to hire that there is a big chance that any new executive coming into your company will create some level of friction, especially if they are creative. Creativity calls for new ways of doing things, expanding, changing direction, and most people on the team are not so keen on new stuff. But that type of friction is sometimes critical and healthy for the company's growth. It needs to be done professionally and properly, not drastically. But if you are afraid of the friction that a strong candidate can cause to your company and therefore you're looking for a great people pleaser, then understand that you won't get any new ideas implemented in the near future. You can keep all your employees happy in the status quo, but if you need to make a change and implement new things, then you need to be ready for some resistance and some friction. The greater the change, the more resistance you will have to put up with. You will notice that whenever you will announce a new idea that brings your team to unfamiliar territory, they will first be negative about it. It's a natural reaction. They don't like the unknown. And there is also another reason why change is so hard. Humans and all living creatures try to have a certain amount of autonomy. They naturally like to be able to control their surroundings. When someone calls for change, what they actually call for is for you to follow them in the new change way of doing things, which is in contrast of everyone's autonomy. And that's why there's always first some resistance until everyone feels that they can restore their autonomy. So if we know that change creates friction, yet change is needed, great leaders must find a way to reduce the friction as much as possible. One of the best ways to reduce friction is to find ways to empower the employees. People will always like their own ideas more than others. When it becomes your own idea, you will do it with pride. 
There was a study done in a place where people used to smoke cigarettes heavily. The government wanted them to stop smoking. First, they wrote in the local publications that those who smoke can cause their own death. But that message had terrible resistance. It didn't help too much. But then someone came up with a great marketing idea. They wrote about how to keep the lungs healthy and what's unhealthy for the lungs. And then in the back of the leaflet, they had a multiple choice Q&A about what affects the lungs most, some things versus other things. And that turned out to help tremendously because when people create the solution on their own, they become part of that change. It's not someone else telling them what to do. Therefore, I believe it is much better for creative leaders to find ways to empower their team and help them become part of the change. And then you reduce the amount of friction and then there is less resistance to it. Many employers and managers have complained to me so many times why after they have had meetings with their team and explained exactly what they should do, they still did not listen carefully and they still keep on making the same mistakes again and again. And these employers and managers are bitter about it. They can sometimes express themselves to me using these words, for example, it seems to me that no one really cares about the company. I keep on telling them again and again, and it feels like I'm talking to deaf ears. But the truth is that the employees are not bad, and they are not deaf. They just are not susceptible to your marching orders. And if you can try to get them involved in a way that they become a part of the solution, then you will see how different the outcome would be. And now let's talk about the healthy friction part. It is inevitable when you bring together a team and you ask them for a solution that people will come up with different ideas. And when you favor someone's idea instead of another's, it might cause some friction, but that's healthy because at the end of the day, everyone understands that there needs to be a solution. And one day you might pick their idea as well. The main thing is that they become part of the solution and they don't feel that they are just marching on your orders. But it's important to note that everything has its time and place. I have a client who shared with me that he invited his employees to a nice company party in a beautiful, expensive restaurant in the city. A, it was at night at the expense of their time. He literally demanded everyone to show up instead of doing it in the middle of the day. And B, as the company owner, he prepared himself a speech, a few things that he felt were extremely important for all his employees to know. It turned out that the investment was not worth it. The party itself was on the marching orders that he gave out to the employees to partake in, and no one was interested in hearing at a party what they need to correct or to fix at their job. Wasn't it supposed to be a party? But he realized afterwards that he made a huge mistake and corrected it next time around when he had the employees arrange their own party and he just footed the bill. But he learned the hard way that a company party is not the time to talk about any negative aspects at all. Everything has their time and place. And now let's advertise an open position. A large distribution company located in central New Jersey is seeking to hire a sales manager who has a solid track record of bringing a company from a few million in sales up to double or triple in sales. Candidates should have experience in building a successful sales team with sales reps nationwide. Companies willing to compensate well. Compensation will depend on experience. Please send your resume to info at pollgroup.com. That's I-N-F-O at P-O-E-L-G-R-O-U-P.com. 
No worries, we keep your information confidential. Wishing you all continued success in whatever you do. Have a wonderful day.